Hello and welcome to the podcast on Broadwater Parish in Worthing, a thriving Anglican church based in the parish of Broadwater, West Sussex in Worthing. We are one church across three sites and Christians have worshipped for over a thousand years at our church at St Mary's. This podcast features sermons from our services and interviews and other episodes and you can find out more by going to broadwaterparish.org.uk. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this most recent episode of the podcast. John 15 verses 12 to 16. And Jesus said, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is the word of the Lord. Do keep your Bibles open. Uh, Good morning. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for your word, for the beauty of it. For, that we just pray, Lord, today that we'd learn from it. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, well, it's great to be here. We're here with you this morning. Just to get a little update on Alpha, that's going very well. We've uh, consistently had 40, 45 guests each week. Do keep praying for them. It's really great to welcome people in uh, to church and love them that way. We're also still recruiting for our youth worker and an advert went out uh, a few days ago and we're looking to interview the two people apparently already very interested so um, we're hoping and praying so keep praying it'd be lovely to to see God at work in a, a different way through our youth and as Paul told us can you believe it's 50 days till Christmas 50 days that means men we've got 49 days we don't need to think about it for shopping Yes, I'll throw that one in. So November is um, an interesting month this year because what we're doing here in November during this month is going to be looking at our vision, that love in, love out, love up, that working together in the name of Jesus for the revitalization of the church in Worthing and beyond and the transformation of lives. And what I, what I want us to be doing is the PCC, we're going to be reviewing that, refreshing that a little bit, rethinking it possibly. But through November, we're going to look at those different aspects. And today is about loving in. And a, a great example of loving in is when people have served us, when they've welcomed us on the door, when refreshments have done later. And someone who was a great person for loving in was Arthur, because he was such an encourager. And if anyone knew him, he used to sit at the back there, and he was always encouraging. And even recently, when someone preached, he wrote to me to say, can you tell them how great that sermon was, and it helped me with this, that, and the other. 
such an encouragement of someone loving in, uh, loving each other. And it is a command, as Andy read to us, from Jesus. And this passage this morning helps us focus on that loving in. And as I said, there are many of us already doing this in a number of ways. Um, through serving, through welcoming at the, the front there, through offering teas and coffees, praying for people, being encouragers. But sometimes here on a Sunday, and we're, we're, we're quite, there's 100, I'm told about 170 people here plus children. It's quite hard sometimes on a Sunday to, to get our needs met in terms of friendship in such a big group, isn't it? And uh, we just need to be honest about that. I'm, I'm told, and I hold this very lightly, this is in God's hands, but in Chichester Diocese there are 361 parishes, and at the moment, on, on, the, on the figures for the last few years, we're about the eighth largest parish. So we come behind some of those big churches, but with the eighth, so that's, that's quite hard, therefore, on a Sunday morning sometimes, to connect with each other, particularly when it's busy and hectic. Yet as Christians, in verse 12 there, my command is this, that you love one another as I've loved you. It's sometimes hard to think, well, how can I do that? There's so many people here. How can we love each other? And of course, that word love's an interesting word. What's it mean? Uh, What's it talking about? And uh, in the Greek, there are very many different words for it. And I think we use the word quite lightly. But I think we know what we're talking about. It's sometimes to love unconditionally. And friendship love is very much about that. That love in is that's what it's about. Why should Christians love each other? Well, we're commanded to. It's the main reason I think is is it, it then is it shows the world outside the love of Christ. Does that make sense? Our loving and supporting one another is um, there's an old-fashioned word witness a witness. Bear with me. But that word witness, it it helps people see the love of Christ. Do you understand that? Helps us see the love of Christ. Our love is a key, I think, to Christianity, to others being attracted to church. It's what, when people come, when seekers come into our building, they begin to see something different. And sometimes they think, well, what is that? And hopefully it's that Christ-like love that we have for each other. It's not a big, I was talking to someone about it this morning, it's always like a big love-in. I said it was the 1960s. Far too young to know that. But Christian love supports, it encourages, as Arthur would do very often. It, it listens. It goes beyond the, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. Oh, I'm great too. So English. And yet we know that there's much more going on in our lives. We know that, don't we? And one of the ways that we can therefore connect with others powerfully, I believe, is through uh, home groups. And home groups have been going around for hundreds and hundreds of years. And it's not a new thing, but it's, it's, it's something that meets regularly. It's a group of people meeting regularly about 15 people, and I'm going to get Gail to come up in a moment and talk a little bit more about it, because she'll do it much better than I ever can. But home groups is a way for us to connect. Because if you look out here now, we can't all be knowing everybody, can we? The things we're going through, the day-to-day issues, the struggles. 
but a small, safe space home group is the place you can do that. Gail, let's welcome Gail up. Um, come, come on up. Thank you. Uh, for those of you that, um, if we haven't met, my name's Gail. My husband Chris and I um, coordinate the home group. So that essentially means um, doing the practical work of um, if somebody's interested in joining a group, we try and find the, the group that will suit their needs best, their sort of lifestyle, their work pattern, their other responsibilities and fit in around that. Um, there are about uh, easily a dozen home groups in the church. They all have a different flavor. Um, they, they all are completely autonomous in the sense, <coughs> excuse me, that they do um, whatever they, their group wants to do. There's, there's usually the same kind of menu in the sense of, you know, prayer, encouragement, Bible study, um, pastoral care, looking after each other, um, interceding with God, um, just learning from him in different ways. But the way each group does, does that is very different. Um, I'm going to ask uh, Rick and Debbie, who lead one of the groups, to come up in just a moment. But um, if you are interested in joining a home group or would just like to know a little bit more about them, them, you know, what they meet, uh, where they meet, what they do, um, how they do life together, as Gaz was talking about, on a, you know, almost like, you know, if this doesn't sound sacrilegious, mini churches in a way, they're a chance to do life together in a smaller group, as, as Gaz said. Um, so do come and have a word with me, or there's a link on the church newsletter, or on Church Suite, you can just email us. So Rick and Debbie are going to come up and talk a little bit about their group and what they do as a group. Not sacrilegious at all. It's home groups are the lifeblood of the church. Absolutely. So our group is called TNT. Um, It stands for Tuesday Nights Together. We did used to meet on a Thursday. So it was just as well we moved to a Tuesday, wasn't it, to keep the name. Uh, We were born out of a previous Alpha course um, back in March 2019. Since then we've had 17 members and presently there are 11 of us. We meet at Ian and Caroline's home at 7.45 every other Tuesday and we pray together and eat gorgeous biscuits. Um, We have followed the Bible studies course, um, Bible course, 24-7's prayer course, a number of homegrown studies and devotions with videos by the Archbishop of Canterbury, no less, and David Suchet. We are presently learning more about individual characters from the Bible and how their stories can be reflected in our lives. During lockdown, we met via Zoom, and that really did keep us connected. Um, We meet socially too, mainly to eat really good food. Um, We're not a prayer group, but a group that prays. We're not a contemplative group, but a group that contemplates. We are not a Bible study group, but a group that studies the Bible. We are a mixture of all these and more. Our strength is our Heavenly Father and our people with a deep desire to love and support each other. All of us have had and are having difficult times over the last four years, but we have been greatly upheld by each other through prayer and a lot of practical help. We are a group of disciples of Jesus who support each other to live out our faith. Um, I'd like to give mine more as a testimony as my experience. Um, We started to come here and Rick was going to the eight o'clock and I rarely was awake at that time. 
And so I didn't really feel like I belonged here. And I started coming to the 10 o'clock for a couple of years. And my experience is that everyone was, hello, how are you? And I'd say, I'm fine, how are you? That's good. And that went on for 12, for, for two years. And that wasn't enough for me because I knew people's faces, but no one knew me and I knew no one. And when we started the home group, it gave us the opportunity really to know people when they said, I'm fine. And you go, really? Because I know that look. So for me, home group has been like an extended family where you do actually get the chance to know people much more than you do on a Sunday. And for me personally, I needed that because I didn't just want to be an attendee, I wanted to belong. And being in a home group has given me that sense of belonging and it's a belonging that we have as a group. So when you miss church and people say, the vicar didn't ring me, or I'm ill and the vicar hasn't um, called, actually that's what you do in a home group because you get noticed in your home group. Whereas the best will in the world, I don't think Gaz can respond to every need, but actually we can in home groups. So if your experience is anything like mine, where you were fed up just attending, singing the songs, listening to the sermon and walking out, but actually wanting to feel you belonged, you mattered, and you were part of the body of Christ, then I would sincerely encourage you to join a home group where you have that experience of feeling you belong, you matter. If you don't turn up or show up, it's noticed. You've covered virtually everything I was going to ask you, but I'm just going to finish with one question. Um, You're both very busy people. You're very committed. You work hard. You volunteer for all sorts of things. You're helping lead Alpha. Like lots of other members in church, you have a very, very busy life. On a Tuesday night, as it is now, when you've had a really busy day and you think it's home group tonight, what makes you think that's a good thing? We're going to get out of our comfortable armchairs. We're going to go and meet with these people. Um, What... What motivates you on days like that? Love. That's it. That's it. Mm. That sums it up beautifully. Mm. Thank you very much. That's the sermon over version. Um, the key there, one thing that really struck me, and someone told me this years ago, it's a bit like, if you come on a Sunday, it's been like going to a hospital and you're there for t- an hour and a half, but you didn't get to see anyone to meet your needs and heal you. And it's like that in church sometimes. We can come with needs and yet leave still having that need because no one's really asked us how we are. Now, I apologize. I can't do that for everyone. That's really helpful to remind people that. That's what home groups do. And home groups are, it's not only for, you know, you don't have to be a full-blown Christian, done the Alpha course, been confirmed, baptized. There are many different people who come into home groups. Some seekers, some agnostics, I'm just not sure. And you'll be all very welcome. And, and um, Gail, you're here at the end. Rick and Debbie, you'll be here at the end. Do talk to them. Other home group leaders, if who are you? Put your hands up if you're there. So it's just there's some other fantastic really lovely people do speak to any of them they're all very nice if you want to find out more about home groups this is your opportunity to do that or or email in to the office i'd really encourage you to join a home group 
And I think it's a way that we can then learn from each other and love each other. Because it's tough. It is tough sometimes in church. And that home group mentality of, uh, Debbie said, it's because of love, really. That's why she goes. Because of love. And that love, then, is, is what builds the church. Because that love seen uh, at our football groups, at our netball groups, at needles and pins, at tea time. People come to those things because they're attracted to what they see. And that's us obeying God's command to love one another. During November, we'll be looking at the love in, love out, love up. And at the end, we'll be summarizing that. And I'm hoping that you'll be praying for the PCC as we look at this together. And, and for you, for many of you, it's, you could be thinking, well, how can I, what part am I playing? And some of you are already playing a big part, so great, and thank you. But others might need to be thinking, what can I do? The first thing I'd really want you to do, if you haven't heard it already, is join a home group. Yes, can you repeat after me? Join a home group. If you haven't done, but you're, you've been you are being pricked your conscience to do that. Come and talk to someone about it. We'd love to talk to you about it. Let's just pray. <coughs> Father, we thank you for this command. Love each other as I have loved you. And Father, help us to love one another here in this church, in this parish. Help us to experience your love through others. I pray for anyone this morning who's here with a need that you'd meet that need today. Come, Holy Spirit. Father, help us to be brave, maybe, to join a home group and connect with others in a new way. Amen.